as Um, let's get, let's get straight into it. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> mm. I have something to talk about that I have not informed you about. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. of yet. Yeah. Um, and it's going to lead right into our, our next point of conversation. Mm. Um, so <clears throat> last week, Thursday evening, we shipped off the final photos yeah. for our job. <laughs> Is this I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you tell the story. I'm I'm nervous. I've been I've been waiting to tell you this. It's I mean before I continue, yeah. It's all fine. Okay. <laughs> all is good. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> So uh shipped them off Thursday night. All was well. Was psyched. Mm-hmm. Um I left Friday morning for my trip to the coast yeah. and I was gone for three days. Um thankfully I brought all my stuff with me, which means I have my laptop. Mm-hmm. But um Friday afternoon I I'm walking back from the beach to the apartment that we are staying in. Yeah. And I get a phone call. And mm-hmm. um, I missed the phone call because my phone was in my bag. Um, and so I had I got a message. And the message was um, something along the lines of, Hey, mate, hope you're going all right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I've just gotten a message from one of our, um, one of our distributors. And... Um, and I'm, I'm gonna not like say specifics, <laughs> yeah. but basically, um, the job was that a part of the job was that we had to switch the colors, and the colors he was like, it's still the original color, so um, can you just check and make sure that you've uploaded the right ones into that Google Drive? Yeah. So I went, yeah, sure. Um, so I, I got back to the apartment, broke out the laptop, and checked, and sure enough, I had uploaded the correct ones. The so it was blue good. Ones. Yes. It was all sweet. Um, yeah. <coughs> so I called him back and went, hey, mate, um, all is well. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit confused. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, apparently the sample that I had sent mm. of the same color, he, which he approved, um, and then when we did that to all of them, yeah, um, it was wrong. So it was <laughs> what? still too, the color was still too light. And so, oh, it needed to be darker. Yeah, so I basically was on the phone with him, and he was like, "Yeah, like we can't actually use these because um, they're still too similar in color to the original." Right. So I went, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> I mean, like I'm at the beach, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so I was like, "All right, you know what? I'll I'll fix it and I get it back to you asap." And so I broke out the laptop. Luckily, I had it all in Google Drive, so I downloaded the Drive folder, mm. um, did the edit, got it all done, shipped it off. Yeah. Sick. All done. Yeah. Um, got an email back, was like, cheers for your quick turnaround. I had it done in 30 minutes. Damn. All sweet. Crushed it. Um, and so you just made it, like, the color darker. Yeah, I just darkened it. Yeah. Okay. Um, that all got approved. All was well. Monday morning, I get an email <laughs> from this other company that is getting these color shifted images yeah i get an email from them hi frank please see attached the email from our web designer great <laughs> could you please correct this and they go what, what's that sure mean? what sure so i go i scroll down to the web designer's email the web designer has written you know, person's name of, yeah. like, of the company because it's addressed to them um 
person's name, um, all of these images need to be downsized to less than one megabyte to be uploaded to the site. Otherwise, um, otherwise they'll, it'll be too slow. And they can't do that? Well, that's what I thought. Um, and yeah. so I was sitting there and I was like, it'll take me five minutes. Yeah. Do I say no? Mm. And be like, good luck? Yeah. Or do I just do it and at least know that they look good and like reflects the quality of work that I can do? Yeah. So I went, all right, fine, I'll downsize them all. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't you hate that when it's like, but it could lead to like this and it would yeah. make us look good. Fine, I'll do it. Yeah, I was like, fine, I'll just do it. Yeah. Um. So downloaded them all again, mm-hmm. put them all into Lightroom again, <laughs> exported them all under one megabyte, uploaded them, mm-hmm. shipped them off. Haven't heard anything since. So it should be sweet. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, oh my goodness. Couple things, couple things I've learned from this experience. Yeah. <laughs> three three main points. Yeah. Um, for us, and for the, <laughs> the greater community. Mm-hmm. Number one. Uh, ask a lot of questions <laughs> yes. at the start. Yes. And really figure out what they need. And if something is if like if you assume something, make sure you double check what that assumption is and whether that assumption is correct. Mm. Um, because we made the assumption that we made several assumptions. One being um, that it was way less products than it actually was, and the yeah. other being that the color shift wouldn't be as big a job as it was, because mm. we didn't really understand what they wanted. Um, so that's number one. Mm-hmm. Ask way more questions. Number two. Uh, write everything down at the start in a contract that they sign. Yes. So that we can say no. Yes. Uh, because currently, that didn't happen, and so we didn't have any grounds to say no. Because technically, our technically the job wasn't over yet. Yes, exactly. Um, and number three, um, anything that needs heavy editing, we need to charge more for. Yes, <laughs> because I spent so freaking long on this job, <laughs> it's and not got, worth it anymore. We got under. Yes. Yeah. Undercharged. Um, so, um, and with that, on what we, uh, something that we can do is we send out a physical quote, so like an invoice, but not payable, not a payable invoice, just a quote. Um, yeah. Send out a quote, and then at the bottom, anything extra will be billed separately in separate invoices or in separate quotes, mm. rather than just having it happen. Yeah. yeah. Because that way we can actually say no to stuff or we can take more stuff on but be like, hey, that's going to cost another X amount of money or whatever. Mm. So, them's the big takeaways that, that I've yeah. I've had from the past couple of weeks. Um, right. And I think it's a lot of important stuff to have learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and call it on-the-job training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah. glad Glad that's all. It's over. All sorted. Uh, hopefully. Uh, you you watch. You get an email in two weeks being like, didn't yeah. work. You do it again. Yeah. Can I please have these in purple? <laughs> <laughs> sure. For another X amount of money. <sighs> um, but yeah. So, takeaways. I think we're done. But that's uh, it's been interesting, mm. to say the least. 
Sounds um, like it. Yeah, I thought I'd uh, I'd tell you all that on the show. Thanks. Um, and I had it all covered, so it was all good. And it only took me like an extra 30, 45 all up. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. It was more so I just like, you know, yeah. take a deep breath it's and just, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me um, not, not yell. I'm not going to yell. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, But I enjoyed the rest of my weekend away. That's good. It was lovely. Um, I learned that there's new drone laws on the Sunshine Coast. Mm. Um, there's new council laws where you have to... Um, get a permit if you're going to fly a drone from the council, um, which applies all across the Sunshine Coast council area other than national parks. Mm. So national parks are exempt from that rule, yeah. which I appreciate um, because I was going to, <coughs> I was going to fly the drone um, from the apartment that we were staying in out over the water because I thought it'd be really cool. Mm. Um, and my mum was like, can you Google that, that that's legal? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, the only drone laws in Australia are that you can't fly over people. Yeah. Um, and Within like... 30 metres. 30. Um, and that's kind of it mm. for the most part. Um, but yeah, so I, I Googled it and that showed up. So, And that <laughs> changed on the... 21st of April, so not even a month. Oh, not a month and a so bit. super fresh. Yeah, super fresh law. Mm. Um, so apparently the Sunshine Coast Council was getting really sick of people with drones oh. just buzzing around and pissing people off. Right. So that sucks. How Do you know like the process of getting I a permit? I could though? not find <laughs> how to get how a permit. To get a permit. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely Googled and did my research and tried to find it. I could not find it anywhere. The advantage is that it only applies to drones over 500 grams. So Mavic Mini it's can fine. go up. Mavic Mini's fine. Oh. My Air 2S can't because that's 590 grams. Sad. Um, but are you ever going to fly the Mavic Mini again? I mean, for stuff like that, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Like, if it's if it's illegal for me to fly the other drone, then yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, like, literally not a question. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah. yeah. That's... uh. That's it for the drone stuff. How's your drone stuff going? Good. I, I haven't flown it. I haven't had a lot of chances to fly it um, recently, sadly. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm waiting for my bag. Yeah. I'm so How, excited has it shipped? for my bag. Um, I don't think so. I think it's meant to ship today or tomorrow. So mm. um, yeah, fair. Hopefully. So it should come next week. Mm. Speaking of bags. Mm. Um, so I... I took that, I took, I'm pointing like they can see it. <laughs> I, I took the uh, Peter McKinnon 35 litre uh, camera bag with me mm. um, because it's a travel bag. I packed my entire weekend into that bag yep. with nothing else. Yep. Uh, technically, I had my a tote bag with my climbing gear and stuff as well. But you know, all my standard stuff mm-hmm. was in there and it went great. Yeah, I managed to fit. So I was wearing um, jeans, t-shirt and a jumper. I managed to fit my another pair of pants, three t-shirts, uh, three pairs of underwear, three pairs of socks, um, and my puffer jacket, plus all my toiletries. Wow. Plus all my camera gear. Damn. That's pretty impressive. In the one bag. So that's perfect for a weekend away. It is perfect for a weekend away. Yeah. It's literally like anything you could ask for. And even if you do like a longer trip, as long as you have access to, or if you're okay with going through the same clothes, which I absolutely am. Um, yeah. Or if you have access to a laundry machine. 
mm. as well. Mm. So super, super happy with it. Yeah. So when I got back, I was like, all right, that went really well. Um, Nomadic has packing cubes, um, like yeah. compression packing cubes that ah. you can you can pack your stuff in and then you close an extra zip around the outside and it all goes. Um, wow. It's really, really cool. So I went onto the Nomadic website and I was trying to figure it out. Um, and I was like, there was like looking at the sizes and I was like, do I get a large or a medium or a small? Anyway, I ended up deciding on getting two mediums because I was like, they'll fit like that. I'll still have a little bit of extra space on the left side and then I can still use all the pockets for toiletries and stuff. Right. Um, so I was like, sick. Uh, I'll order them. They're 40 bucks each. Right. So not cheap, but not crazy. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> add them to my cart, head over to the cart and put in my address, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to take a guess at how much shipping was? It's not free? No, evidently not. Because uh, it was for the bag from yeah. the same site. I suppose over, what, 100 bucks or something will be free. It was $101. For shipping? For shipping. What? These things weigh nothing. You could put them in a letter and you could send it. <laughs> it was $100. $101. That's insane. That's mental. So you didn't buy them? No. No. <laughs> That's more than what I was buying. <laughs> It was $80 worth of stuff with $101 of shipping. Screw that. That's, yeah, no. Anyway, so I sent them a, I sent them an email. Uh, uh, like, customers, I, like, did the chat in customer support. Yeah. And I go to the chat and they go, put in your thing and put in your question, blah, 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 expecting it to send me through to the chat. It goes, we'll email you. I was like, then just give me an email to send an email to. Yeah, that's um, stupid. Anyway, they got back to me, like, a day later. Mm. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> I'm just going to read the email. Um, oh no! Support. Is it gonna? Is it gonna be easy? Yeah. Okay. So, this is what I wrote. I said I'm currently trying to order two of the medium packing cubes, but shipping is coming out to over a hundred dollars. That's more than the order itself! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation <laughs> point! I ordered the Peter McKinnon 35 liter a few weeks ago, which is fantastic, and I love it. And that had free shipping, but was a much larger box. I don't quite understand. It makes me think it's an error on your side. I've never seen a shipping price that high in my life. Yeah. My guess would be that your system is seeing my address as a rural address. It happens quite a lot, but I'm literally... I'm not going to say that, because that gives out where I am. Mm -hmm. We'd really appreciate your help, as I'd really love to, see the, to use these packing cubes for travel, but I can't get them anywhere else, which is true. You can't buy them anywhere else but the site. Right. Cheers. Thanks in advance. <clears throat> from Cam. Mm -hmm. Hey, Frank. Thanks for reaching out to us. I apologize for the inconvenience of this shipping fee. Unfortunately, we only offer express international shipping at the moment. We used to offer a slower, more economical international shipping method, but due to the high percentage of lost in transit shipments, we no longer offer that solution to ensure that our international customers receive their shipments. We are continuing to look for more economical international shipping methods to better serve our international customers. For the time being, these are the only shipping options that we offer. You may be able to find a great solution by working with a freight consolidator that specializes in consolidating shipments to your country from the US. Unfortunately, we do not offer these services at this time. If you find a great option, please let us know and we could love to investigate that shipping option further. Thanks for your support and concern, Cam. Cam, eat my left leg. <laughs> what? Like, but it still costs $100 yeah. for express shipping. And then, and then, and then, and then. Oh, there's more. I was talking to a friend about it. Mm. And she goes, why don't you just put in my address and see what happens? Because she lives, like, basically in the city. Yeah. She goes, why don't you put in my address? Shipping is still $46. What? So, the the <laughs> the short drive from the city to my house is apparently worth $60 for Six, shipping. Right. Okay. 
But still, forty-five dollars is stupid. That yeah, no. Like it's tiny. <laughs> My like max for shipping would be like twenty, twenty-five. Yeah. Max. I wouldn't even pay that much for shipping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> ten bucks. I don't 15 understand. Dollars. And I literally can't buy them anywhere else. That's so. So. Stupid. And they're the best packing cubes that I can find. All the other, like none of the other ones have the like compression zip. This one has the compression zip that goes all the way around. So, I wonder like who they're going, what freight people they're going with. It's FedEx. But why is it still? Why is that so expensive? I don't know. It makes no sense. Doesn't uh, yeah. So I, I don't understand. Um, I love the bag. I do not love the shipping. So I'm not gonna buy those travel (laughs) cubes. That's if I can insane. if I can find them on another site that I can buy them on, uh, for uh, you know, normal amount shipping, mm. uh, then I will buy them and I will love them and I will cherish them. <laughs> but until that day comes, <laughs> they even I had them in my cart for like three days because I was like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for shipping. Yeah. Um, and they sent me a ten percent discount code, and I was like, oh yeah, all right, mm. can I get free shipping? <laughs> <laughs> you can keep your 10%, just give me free shipping. Yeah, I don't... Ugh. Or just anyway. at least $10 for shipping. Yeah, I don't understand. It's it's stupid. Maybe FedEx just doesn't send a whole lot of stuff here. I see FedEx trucks all the time. Uh, I don't know. You see FedEx trucks all the time. I do, I see them every now and then. They're everywhere. <laughs> I see more FedEx trucks than Australia Post trucks. It's because most Oz Post trucks are just white vans. Oh. But not many of them have the branding. Yeah. Yeah, whereas FedEx is like, FedEx. <laughs> It'd be weird <laughs> if we saw UPS. I... They're, they don't they're exist here. They're not in Australia? No. Oh. It's... We have something like that, but it's... They're like a security thing. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, probably. Which is so uh, funny. It has I a very that. similar logo and everything. And it's like... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Mm. Um, do you want to talk about tonight? Sure. Um... Tonight, I got a message like two hours ago. Wonder if, I wonder if I have any updates. I do not. Um, as kind of like a call out for a photographer for a um, a gig. Um, gig, a gig, <laughs> um, Yeah, at a place that like I've been before, and it's a nice little venue. Um, and it's the two of the three acts I know, so that's how they. Yeah, I don't know who the third act is. Who's the second? That you the know. person who texted me. Oh, are they playing too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. They're playing first, and then someone, and then the main is right. Yeah. Right. What's the second? What's the one know. you don't know? Oh, he didn't say. He hasn't yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Go on. Um, Sorry. Carry on. I'm and just interested. Yeah. So I've just I had like a little freak out when he messaged me because I'm like I I'm not a photographer. <laughs> 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 I do more. Well, obviously audio, but like a little bit of video stuff. I'm probably slightly better at video than audio. Uh, than, audio. Than, than photography. photography. Um, so I kind of said that. I was like, I mean, I'm keen, but, you know, ask this person, this person, or this person, because I'm not a fantastic photographer. Mm. Uh, anyway, and then he got back to me a few hours later and was like, none of them are free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, cool. Uh, well, put me down as a backup and, you know. <laughs> and good luck. <laughs> um, just keep keep asking people but like i'm free if no one else is um so he's been doing that anyway um i wanted to get some advice from you because you've done a couple 
I've I done, you've done at least one. I've done one concert and I've done a couple events. Yeah. So do you have any advice for concert for three bands? Yes. How and do you know? I can say the venue because yeah. it would have already happened. Uh, Black Bear Lodge. Uh, I do know it. I haven't shot in Black Bear. Okay. It's quite dark. It's also very small. Yeah. Very um, small stage. Not a big audience area. Yeah. Um, I would talk to the bands. Cause it's, so this, uh, I'm just going to say what I did. So what I mm. did for the concert that I shot, that mine was similar. Mine was also three bands. Yeah. Um, and I only knew one of them. And so what I did was, for the one that I knew, and they were the ones that asked me to be there, mm. um, I asked them, do you mind if I come on stage yeah. during your set to shoot? Um, because that'll be the best location. Yeah. Um, and that was the best thing that I did, because shooting from the audience is incredibly difficult. It is? Um, yeah. Right. Uh, especially because those angles are not particularly interesting. Flattering. Yeah, and it's, it's just like... You're just like looking, looking up, up at them. Mm. Um, so it's not particularly flattering unless you have like a telephoto lens or something. It, it has its place. Yeah. Like definitely get a couple audience shots. But for the most part, I would try and shoot from the back of the crowd, get the crowd and yeah. the band. I have um, a few ideas for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be the biggest one is, is getting, um, getting on stage access. Okay. Even if you, even if it's just side stage access will be mm. better than nothing. Have you seen? Have you been there? Yeah. Before? Have you seen the size of the stage? Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah. When so when the even if it's just that you can step up onto the platform. Yeah. And you know, get up in their face. You have a. You, I assume you're going to use the eighteen to thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's the other thing. I know it's very dark in there. You'll need it. You'll need the one point eight. Yeah, so I was, I was gonna. Do you reckon I could get away with an F four as well? No, nah. not at all. No, nah. damn. Ah, uh, maybe, but the images will be super noisy. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Um, if you want to do a two camera setup, you can take the ADD, my ADD. I could. I don't have like, I just well. I don't have any other lens though. Oh, you mean with my yeah, with put chuck the twenty four to one hundred five and put the eighteen to thirty five on the other one. I could do that actually. Is, your, is your setup the same as mine? Mm. <laughs> Probably. I'd say it's the same. I don't think I've changed. The only thing I have is the back button focus, but I think you have that as well. I have that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think it's the same. Okay, I might do that then. That might be easier than swapping lenses. Yeah. And then you can see, like, whether F4 will work. Yeah. Well, it, it will. You'll just need to pump your ISO. Which I, I don't... I always try and keep it as low as I can. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. Um, But you might just have to. I think when I was doing um, the show... I might actually be able to see the metadata. Hold on. Because... Mm. Um, I, they're all in Google Photos, and Google Photos keeps track of the metadata. Did you have your e uh, EOSR for that one? No, I shot it on my ADD. Oh, okay. That makes me feel a little better then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how am I meant to do this without a a sensor that can pump ISO without getting noise? Yeah, no. Yeah, I did this. I did it on my ADD. Because um, I was planning on taking the 50 mil oh. as well. Yeah, so I was pretty much sitting at 3200 for the whole show. 3200? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I, I never go past that. 
3200. Mm. Yeah, the whole show I was at 3200. And I just um, kept the shutter low, the uh, aperture low. So the only reason I was at 3200 was because I wanted a higher shutter speed. Because mm. my shutter speed sat around 1 400th of a second for most of the show. Oh, that's pretty quick, actually. Yeah, or, or 1 200th. So I just dropped it and brought it up whenever I needed. I was going to say, I feel more. Com- I would be comfortable going lower than. Or yeah. about 200. But it also depends on the act because mine was like a hard rock act, which means they move a lot. True. So I really had to get that high shutter speed to, to capture it. Mm. Um, whereas you can probably get away with a slower one because most of it's quite chill. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. But you'll mm. probably be at 3200 or 6400 for ISO. 64. It's not as bad as it sounds. No? Most of it you can fix with noise reduction in post. Yeah, okay. So I'm thinking I'll probably give the 24-105 a try if I take your camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if that doesn't work, then I'm gonna ch- I can chuck the 50 mil on it so at least I have something a bit longer. Yeah. Because that's 2.8. Is it? No. Oh, 1.8. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be the same aperture. Yeah. So that. Yeah. So I shot that whole concert on the 50mm 1.8. Damn. Okay. So, worst comes to worst, that lens so I, is So I know great. that that will work. Yeah. Okay. But getting good. those wider shots, because I was pretty much, I couldn't go super wide, because the 50mm is basically a 76mm, I think, on the, yeah. on the um, crop body. Pretty much every time I put the 50mm on my ADD, I... It's always way more zoomed in than I than you expect. expect yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I would think that the eighteen to thirty five will get used a lot more, mm. just because it'll be a lot more versatile. Yeah. Plus thirty five is like fifty mil on an eighty D. Yeah. So that'll look natural, whereas mm. the fifty mil will be like. Telephoto. Yeah, I had to be I had to be pretty far away when I was shooting on the eighty D with the fifty mil, mm. and that's hard with concert stuff. You kind of want to get close. Yeah. Um. Because if you're far, there's way more stuff between you and the band. Yeah. And that's an issue. Mm. Which you don't want. No. But yeah. Okay. That's my advice. Thanks. Anything else? Um, No. No. Oh, I don't know. Just types of... I'm not too worried about types of shots. Like, I have some ideas. And I know once I do the first band, then I'll have, like, a few angles that I know will work. Yeah. Um... And the first band I know really well, so I'm not, I'm not too worried if that like doesn't work too yeah. well. Um, but yeah, so the other thing is just, uh, yeah, my other concern was the light. Mm. But knowing that you shot on 1.8 on the 50 mil um, makes me a little more. Yeah, you should be okay for light, but Blackberry's dark. I know. So, uh, good luck. Mm. Is that much? Sorry. There's right. not much more you can do, unfortunately. It's just kind of deal just with it. Go with it. Yeah. That's that's kind of the extent of it, really. Mm. Um, is that you're just kind of going to have to do it and hope that it's fine. Hope that one point um, enough. Yeah, and even then, like, people don't really care about high noise. No? No, as long as the photo is good. Mm. Um, I've seen, like, pro concert shots go up with, like, super high noise. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, no one cares. It just looks like grain. Yeah. And if it's, if it's way too noisy, like I think I have, 
I think I have a couple in there that were way too noisy um, to do in colour. And then I just put them in black and white. Because no. <laughs> then it looks intentional. Yeah, that actually looks good. Yeah. Whereas like, I think I denoised this too, but you can you can see it. Yeah. It's, it's quite noisy. It looks good though. I suppose for a rock band. Yeah. It looks good, whereas mine are much more pop. Yeah. So... Well, these... The other guys that I shot were a pop band, but, like, this is the same show. I can't really show these photos because I don't have their permission, but, mm. like, this is the pop band. Okay, that looks good. And so it's just... It's just... Their lighting will be different, so you'll get different shots. This was a rap group. And then that's them. So their lighting was way different. Yeah, looks way darker. Yeah. That's still one of my favorite photos I've ever shot. Yeah. Um, even though only one of them is in the band still. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, one of them left last week as well. As in the... That band. Wait, so the main guy's still there? Yeah. The guy that we know well? Yeah. And so everyone else has left? From that that one? Yeah. Oh. From the ones that we met, the bass player is gone now. Oh. There's a new guy. Apparently, he's good. Yeah. So, they we'll got see. a concert coming up. Uh, they actually do. I think they need some uh, photos and some videos. No, because they're poor. <laughs> but they probably will need new photos soon. So we can do it for free. No. <laughs> Sorry. No, we can do it for free. But we like we can do it for something. We do it for cheap. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> not that cheap. <laughs> 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 That's my other thing. Is the amount that they pitched me for this show tonight is not a lot. Not a lot of money. So, I mean, like, I'd be happy to do it just because it gives me something to do, really. Yeah. But Plus, the concert photos look sick. It's always such, like, yeah. it's such a cool thing to do. Yeah. I really like it. But, um, yeah. It will, be, it will be worth it to do, absolutely. Yeah. Um. It just won't be profitable. <laughs> no. Like you're basically... I will lose money on it probably. Uh, yeah, especially if you can't... If I go like travel, food. If you can't work tomorrow because of... <laughs> yeah. I've already lost money from how much that is now. Yeah. About 20 bucks. From the get-go. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's still... I'd prefer it's to... Well, would I prefer to... Ah, uh, whatever. I don't know. That's right. Even if you just negotiate an extra 20 bucks for cover costs. Yeah, I think I might mention that I'll have to take work off in the morning. Yeah. Um, and be like, this is how much I would get paid for that. So can we just match that? Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I think that's fair. I think so too. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, moving right along. Um, I showed you a clip before the show. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Forever scarred. Um, so I've started watching a new show. Well, not a new show, but it's super popular. It's a show called Invincible. Um, it's really good so far, and I'm really, really enjoying it. But I showed Joe a clip from the end of the first episode. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really interesting because one of the things that you said, it's like this, I don't want to spoil it too much, but it's like the first time the show shows really graphic violence, mm. and it's super intense. And Joe goes... The sound effects. <laughs> and I just wanted to ask what your thoughts were on the sound effects. Oh, there was so like, just, there was just so much. <laughs> my, my ears were overpowered by 
like, you know, fruit being squished. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so squelchy. It is. The entire time. And, like, you know, there's shots of, yeah, well, I can say this. There's shots of, like, blood being splattered up against something. And then it, like, cuts to something different for a second. And then it goes back to blood going somewhere else. <laughs> and it's, like, the same sound. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> there's so much going on. <laughs> So, yeah. And there was just, like, no break from it. No. It's uh, just five minutes of just... <laughs> yeah. No, like, no talking. Nah. Yeah. There, I don't know. There's, there's one particular bit that gets me. Mm. And it's... No, that's that's two. Sorry. In, in this fight scene, he crushes one guy's head. Yeah. That sound effect just hits me to my core. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, like... <laughs> It's <laughs> just like ah, yucky. Um, and then the other one is he like gets this. It's like a a mace, but with no. Mm. It's just a big metal ball on a stick, basically. <laughs> and he just like, oh yeah, no, that one was the worst. Just whacks this this dude, <laughs> and it's like this giant. Duck. I won't say that, no, but yeah. it's this big character, and it just just. Squishes his whole head. And then parts come out <laughs> and then he rolls on the ground with parts out of him. <laughs> so it's just like all this. It's, it's like if you took a kebab head. and went <laughs> <laughs> And then it rolled five meters. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, that sound effect got me because it's like the hit, the squelch, and then the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. It's really gross. The show's great though. And with like that kind of animation, it has to be like it's not as realistic. Yeah. The, the sound that you put to it isn't as realistic as like it could be. Yeah. But it works so, really well. Yeah. So there's like, there's less bones breaking sounds and more just... Squelch. Just like people are made out of, you know, nothing but Jello. soft <laughs> flesh. No bones. <laughs> no bones. <laughs> no bones. Soft flesh and liquid. Yeah. Mm. Lovely. Oh, speaking of um, bones... <laughs> Uh, Segways. Segways. <laughs> um, I was watching a... I've been watching a lot of, like, investigation, like, crime, like, like real You've documentary stuff. No, oh. no. But, like, real documentary stuff. And I was watching a video about... Um, oh, what's his name? Aaron something, something. The guy from... The guy that got his hand stuck in the rock and had to cut his arm off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Isn't Aaron... Yeah, uh, Aaron something. Oh, who said Aaron? No, Aaron. Aaron yeah. Rolst, I think. I don't, I don't know his last name. But, um, yeah, I was watching this video that was like kind of... Ca- I've heard the story heaps, but I was watching this story of like cataloging the real event. Mm. Um, and they showed the picture because the, the rescue team, after he came back, the rescue team had to go back to where he was and retrieve the arm from... The rock, really, because you can't just leave it there because people are gonna go and find it, and then that creates the potential for new danger and for more people to get stuck. Wait, how much did he take off again? Uh, it was like from there because his arm was pinned, so he had to break the bone and then right, cut through. Yeah. So it would have been about the middle of his arm. Okay, so there's quite a bit mm. left. <laughs> um, <laughs> just thinking about it, ah. just thinking about a hand stuck in a rock. Yeah, um, I'll I'll do a recap of the story for people that don't know. Basically, this guy. Um, was an adventurer and a rock climber and blah, 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 and was in um, this place that had a bunch of canyons and he went out for a day hike 
um, and didn't tell anyone where he was going, which dumb, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't, didn't tell anyone where he was going and when he'd be back. Um, and he went out on his bike from where his van was parked. Um, and then he went for a walk and he slipped into a canyon when he stepped, so he was canyoning, so you're stepping between these very large crevices. Mm-hmm. He stood on a rock that was ledged, ledged, lodged between, like within this canyon. So he was stepping on it to cross the canyon. Mm-hmm. As he stepped on it, the rock dislodged. He fell about two feet, so not far. Mm. Um, but as he fell, the rock tumbled and caught his arm and pinned it against the wall um, from about the center of his forearm up. Um, so he was pinned there and he was stuck there for 127 hours. So like four days and a bit. Um Jeez. And so he was only planning to be gone for a couple hours. So all he had with him was food for a couple hours plus what, one. Yeah, he had a snack. And yeah, he had, I think it was like two burritos, oh, a candy a bar, snack. and a bottle of water. Like that's all that he had. Right. Um, anyway, basically he spent a day trying to get his arm out, mm. um, a day panicking, <laughs> mm-hmm. a day coming to terms with the fact that he was going to have to cut his arm off. And realizing that no one's going to come and save him because he was dumb and didn't tell anyone where he was going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the fourth day, he had to... Well, he tried to cut his arm off on the second day. Yeah, that's right. And then, um, like, was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. Um, and then on the fourth day, he realized that he was going to have to break his arm to get through and then, like, stab it a bunch and then just, like, pull. <laughs> oh, this is making me like lightheaded. Yeah, it's really gross. Yeah. Um, but basically break, stab, 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 pull. Um, yep. Anyway, he went, he survived, he made it thankfully, um, and then is now an advocate for not doing dumb stuff, like not telling people where you're going and when you'll be back. Yeah. Um, anyway, they made a movie, blah, blah, blah. Super interesting story. But what I was saying was mm. they had to send a, a, a rescue team back to go retrieve the arm because because his story became so popular, like basically overnight, because it's crazy. Yeah. Um, they had Did to go and... Ret- just go and see the arm? Well, no, because they retrieved it the next day. Well, okay. Because news broke that night. They saw how big the story got immediately. And, um, like, and then they were like, we need to go retrieve this because if people go and try and find it, they're going to like take little bits of the arm and like people are going to get stuck again and we're going to have to send more rescue stuff out. Like it's just going to be a whole thing. So yeah. um, they ended up retrieving the arm. Anyway, they showed a picture of the arm stuck in the rock and I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh. whole thing. Um, but... What I was trying to get to <laughs> was they showed the scene from the movie where he cut his arm. Mm. And the sound effects from that scene oh. are so gross <laughs> <laughs> because it's like you have to do, you just have to show everything yeah. and hear everything. And it's just like the crack and the, the like the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yucky. And then when he. And so does he... I haven't actually seen the movie. Oh, it's... Actually, it's really good. You should watch it. And then he just, like... Yeah, so he basically he, like, cuts as much through as he can. And he's, like, pulling the whole time. So he's, like, cutting and pulling. So it's, like... It's like when you have a piece of fabric and you're, like, pulling through it at the same time as you're ripping it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like that. And then he, like, pulls and then he pops out and hits the back of the uh, canyon wall. And it's just, like... Looking need, at his arm. I need to go. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I need to go home. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, absolutely crazy mm. story. But yeah, that that reminded me of that the difference between like realistic sound effects where it's like Oh yeah. That's that what it be. actually would have sounded like. Cause that that definitely didn't sound like Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like someone breaking their arm and then cutting through it with a dull pocket knife. Yeah. Okay. Ew. Ew. Uh anyway, moving right along. Uh, um it's terrible. I watched the first oh. episode of the Loki show last night. Oh yeah. I forgot that that came out. It's really good. It is? Like obvi- obviously it's going to be good. Mm. Um but it's probably my favorite Marvel show so far. Oh. Just from the first episode. It's trippy, it's weird, yeah. it's funny, like genuinely funny. Mm. Um and it basically like the first episode essentially covers <laughs> Because this is Loki, but Loki from the 2012 Avengers movie. Mm. Because this is like, in Avengers Endgame, they go back, they drop the Tesseract, Loki picks it up and just goes, yeah, and disappears. This, this is a continuation of that. So basically, this is the Loki that hasn't gone through the like nine years of character development up to when he died. Right. Um. So he basically has to go through... All of that character development oh. in one episode, <laughs> and it's done really, really well. Really? Yeah, because ba- like at the end of the episode, he's not fully there, but he's like w- much closer than he was at the start. Because at the start, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be the ruler of the earth." Right. Then at the end of the episode, he's like, "Okay, uh, <laughs> I'll help, I guess." <laughs> um, and they do that by like basically the general premise of the show is that, um. By Loki picking up the Tesseract, he's now created an alternate timeline um, that diverts from the path of the true timeline. Um, And so these, like, time police called the Time Variant Authority, the TVA, um, pick him up and they take him back. Um, And he goes through this really long scene of, like, getting being judged and sentenced and, Mm. like, stuff. Um, Anyway, they they end up taking, this guy end up taking him out and going, hey, we need your help. Um, to help stop this like crazy dude who's running through time and killing people. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they go into like this interrogation room, and um, the the way they do all of this character development is he the 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 agent that's taken him, um, shows him because this is like a, a separate dimension basically where they can see all of time. Mm. He shows him his entire life up until his death essentially. Right. Um, and like gives it to him in pieces and then Loki tries to escape halfway through and then comes back and sees the end of his life and like how it all played out. Mm. Um, so it's super, super interesting. Yeah. Um, and he kind of comes to terms with the fact that like he can't go back cause his timeline technically isn't there anymore. Yeah. And there is no place for him to return to. Oh. So he's like, either he just gets evaporated. <laughs> yeah. And it's just does just doesn't exist anymore, or he helps them. Um, right. It's really really well a, done. That is a clever way to yeah get all that character development in. Yeah. Huh. Um, and it's like the the actual last bit of his character development is self driven. So he goes back to the room and like figures out that he dies and stuff. Right. Um, it's just it's so and Tom Hiddleston is such a good actor. Yeah. That it's just like you're just you just can see it in his face mm-hmm. that it's changed. It's really, really cool. That's cool. Um, and it has super cool 
visual effects and just super cool set design and sound and like it's so cool yeah um and there's like a sequence right at the start where it basically covers all of the information about what the tva is in a really cool way um because like loki doesn't know what it is either yeah um and so he's like in this waiting room um and he's just standing there and he goes he's like standing there and he's like you've made a mistake like i shouldn't be here and then this TV like goes, <laughs> like, you know, when you're in a waiting room and they have like the TVs along the, 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 the wall, like yeah. on the roof where it's like, yeah, anyway, it's like that. And it's like, uh, I bet you're saying this is a mistake. <laughs> you have the wrong person. And then it goes like into the TV and it's like this seventies, sixties, like Jetson style animation cartoon. But it's like them explaining to Loki, but really to the audience, like mm. why they're here, why that, what the TVA is, like all this information, yeah, in like a two-minute little thing, and then you just like, oh, okay, huh, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really cool, and yeah. really well done, um, and I'm really, really enjoying it. So great first episode, and there's a really cool twist at the end that I would have expected to be the like full season twist like right at the end of the last episode yeah um but they reveal it right at the end of the first episode which makes me oh. super excited to see what the big big twist is yeah because if they're revealing i'm, I'm obviously not going to say this but mm. if they're revealing what that is right at the end of the first episode it's like then they the clearly have so much more in store yeah it's just it's so cool um, I need to watch this. Mm. And one of my favorite, there's like a bunch of throwaway jokes, but one of my favorite things is, um, do you know the story of D.B. Cooper? No. Okay. So there's this guy, this actually happened. This is a true story. Mm. This guy, uh, D.B. Cooper, this is the name that he used. No one knows if that's his real name. Uh, it's probably not, but he got on a plane. Uh, he was wearing a, a black and white suit, what you'd expect with a tie, mm. sunglasses, the whole time had a briefcase with him. Um, he got on the plane uh, and this is in the US, got on the plane, he um, gets halfway through the flight, writes on a little, uh, writes on a napkin. Um, the flight attendant comes up, gives him a drink, um, and he goes, like, gives her the napkin. And the flight attendant um, thinks that it's his number. Mm. Um, and the guy says, oh, you might want to, you might want to open that. Yeah. Um, and she opens it and it says, I have a bomb. On the oh, on I the thing, yeah, and he like taps the briefcase and and is like, "I have a bomb." Yeah. Um. Anyway, they end up negotiating, and his demand his demands are that they land at the nearest airport. He's brought, I think, like a couple million mm. in cash, um, in a duffel bag, um, and they give him the duffel bag. Oh, the duffel bag and a parachute. That those were the two things. Right. Um, duffel bag and the parachute, and then they take off again. Somewhere across the U.S., he jumps out of the plane with a duffel bag and a parachute, and no one has ever seen him again. Hmm. No one knows where he went. It is an unsolved cold case. Wow. No one has a clue. That's insane. Um, and then in the show, they're like talking about how Loki is the god of mischief. Yeah. And they're like, let's. He's like, let's have a look at some of your um, like greatest hits. Blah blah blah. Anyway, it's like revealed that DB Cooper was Loki uh. the whole time, and. Um, and when he jumps out of the plane, he just calls Heimdall and gets him to like <laughs> zoof him back to Asgard in midair. 
and just leaves all the money behind. And he's like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I lost a bet to Thor. <laughs> like, just like stuff like that, where it's like this whole elaborate set piece. And that was like in the trailer, they made it out to be like this big thing in the story that he was going to have to be DB Cooper, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's just a throwaway, like two minute joke. <laughs> That is funny. Super, super well done. Yeah. Great show. And I'm so excited for the next episode. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Um, i I need to watch it. Yes, you definitely do. Mm. Um, that's it for me. I'm done. Oh, that, that's uh, all I got. Wow. I mean, I don't think I have anything else. All right. Thank you so much for listening to or watching this episode of The Fro Show. Uh, social media, go. Uh, Instagram at Fro Media and Twitter at the Fro Media. Hell yeah! If and you want to give us money, go woo. to patreoncom slash show. Yes. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.